everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Today is Monday, July 29th. It's Meet My Friend Friday. Just kidding. It's Monday, but I have a guest here that you guys are going to absolutely love. Stephanie Carlson is here with me today, and I've been trying to get her on the show ever since she first reached out to me some months ago. You guys, I'm telling you what, this is a mama who has gotten off the bench and onto the battlefield. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So lots of stuff coming up on my calendar. I want to let you guys know I will be in Kansas City, Missouri, actually Lee's Summit, if we're going to be uh, technical, I'll be in Lee's Summit for my women's conference, Faith That Speaks. And if you have not gotten your ticket yet, I want to encourage you to do that. We are going to, we are anticipating uh, roughly 500 women to come out to that event. We are doing swag. We're doing, you guys, it's going to be a day of just getting you into the word and equipping you that God has given you a voice. This is the whole purpose behind Faith That Speaks. Uh, This year's theme is Miracle Worker, the Life-Changing Power of Following Jesus. And we're going to be talking a little bit about what it means to follow Jesus. And so uh, invite your friends. Come on out. It's going to be a fantastic day. You will not want to miss it. August 24th in Lee Summit, Missouri at Abundant Life Church. After that, just a few days later, I'll be at Valley Baptist Church in Bakersfield, Uh, to help them kick off their women's event. So you can find out more information about where I will be at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. We'll let you know too that this Friday, we are gonna be celebrating our 800th episode here at the podcast. And my friend Ken Ham is coming on to party down with me And so uh, you guys tell your friends because we're going to be doing giveaways all day uh, for the for this particular episode. So that's this Friday, August 2nd, our 800th episode. We're going to be doing giveaways on Facebook and on my Instagram and over at iTunes. So if you haven't left a review there, uh, we're going to be picking winners from those reviews. So go ahead and do that. I'm going to give you guys a couple of days of heads up because we will be picking winners on the second. So I want to just encourage you to leave reviews over there at iTunes. All right, without further ado, I want to get into introducing you to my friend. Stephanie Carlson is my new hero. She has learned how to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. And Anytime I hear stories about uh, men and women who have found their courage in Christ and have been listening to his word, it encourages me so much that I want to bring them to you. Stephanie has been married for 19 years to her favorite guy, Paul. They have two kids, ages 16 and 14, and Stephanie resides in the beautiful town of Canby, Oregon. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Heidi. I'm so happy to be here. So I am thrilled that you're here. You and I have a very long and storied history. Not really, but it's a short history, but it's a storied one because uh, I have been fascinated and completely captivated by your story ever since you left a message for me at the Resource Center. And by the way, you're at the Resource Center here in Vancouver. What do you think? Oh, my goodness. It's amazing. <laughs> I want to look into it and bring my kids here. I know. You need to totally come down. And uh, I, I've i been thinking because you left a message just here, at, just at the front desk. And one of our staffers wrote it down and got it to me and I read it, but I was on my way out the door to a conference in New York and then weeks went by and I heard from you again. You, I, I'm just dying for people to hear uh, what's been going on with you. So let's go back to that first, uh, that first phone call that you, that you gave, uh, that you left here at the center. How come you called? Well, I called just to kind of let you know what was going on down here in Canby. Um, 
a month before my little speech to the city council. So wait, hold on. So you went to the city council? I did. I so did. you, so so Stephanie Carlson, little homeschool mom. That's right. You got off the bench. And was that fun for you? Did you have all the time in the world to just go down oh, and do that? Absolutely not. No. I, I run, yeah, I have a very busy schedule and I did not have a lot of time, but we all have the same amount of time and yep. what is important and should take priority yes. takes priority when we when we make that time. That's exactly right. So what in the world motivated you to get off the bench yeah. and onto the battlefield and go to a city council meeting? Well, I could just see the way my city was going. And there were some things that were very concerning to me. So my husband and I prayed about it. And we had just been listening to your podcast. It was a new thing to us. And I loved, loved what you had said about getting off the bench and getting getting involved, getting active. So I decided I'm going to do that. And I gathered a group of friends up that I knew. I just love your confidence. I'm going to do that. <laughs> well, I'm a big believer that you can. She's my new best friend. I'm going to do that. Like a Jay's all <laughs> nodding out of the control window. Yeah. You can absolutely do anything you set your mind to, right? Yep. yep. So I gathered a group of friends that were in our community that um, believed in biblical values. You could see kind of um, some of those eroding in our community. So how do you how what do you mean when you say they're eroding in your community and things were concerning you? What was concerning you? Well, one was we uh, we had this issue where a city councilor wanted to do a transgender proclamation day for our city. Nice. Yeah, and we just uh, thought you know this is not the way we we want to see things go in Canby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so we came together and started deciding that we are going to do something. Mm-hmm. So um, I went to the city council that night and to really um, help the mayor, he, he had decided that they weren't going to do that. He mm-hmm. was standing up against it. But I feel like he kind of was bullied into this situation. Well, there's a shocker. Yeah, right. Bullied into it. Right? There's a yeah. shocker. Yeah. So I was kind of going to his defense is really what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I stood up and I had prepared a little speech and basically said that, you know what? All men are created equal. We don't need to have a special day. If you do this for one group, you're going to have to do it for another group. And this mm-hmm. is not the job of the city. So why don't, right. let's stick to city business mm-hmm. and let this other stuff. It's mm-hmm. not really. Let's make sure that, that the yeah. street sweepers are right. getting out to their on time Absolutely. and that the garbage is working great. Great. Exactly. Yeah. City yeah. Let's not get into legislating morality Absolutely. and celebrating things like that. Right. right. As you can imagine, um, there was a lot of pushback from, you know, 10 or 12 people in the town. And um, I got all, all kinds does, of names. So the 10 or 12 people yeah. feels like a thousand. It feels like it feels a like a thousand when they're coming at you. Yeah. And I'm sure was it was, did they come at you kindly? Were they oh, saying, hey, can we talk about this? It was horrible, yeah. horrible. I was labeled a hater and a bigot, all these things that I'm not. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, I put out this post in the Canby Now page, which is mm-hmm. where everybody's at. And I said, you know what? I never meant to hurt feelings. My heart is if, if you are hungry, come to me. I will make sure you get fed. If mm-hmm. you need if you're cold. Come to me and I will find you a coat. Mm-hmm. And they made fun of that statement. And sure. it was horrible. It was yeah. really horrible. And I just felt overwhelmed and thought, what did I get myself into? And mm-hmm. I think that's when I called you. I yeah. was just overwhelmed. And yeah. your lovely assistant was so kind and gracious to me. And um, she just helped me kind of see that the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I grew some thick skin during mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. And now I'm ready for more. So, yeah. well, and I think it's something I've been saying here for a long time is that the people who are pushing this agenda, 
that, you know, so much for tolerance. They're not interested in actual tolerance. Oh, no. And you found that out pretty quick. They're interested in 100% complete capitulation. That's right. And if you don't give it to them, then they're going to label you and send you hate mail yep. and write bad things about you. Right. I was on the news. Yes. Yep. And absolutely, like I, I keep telling parents and I want everyone to listen to this. The, the, in order for this agenda, the transgender agenda, the LGBT, the drag queen story hour, for, yeah. in order for these things to um, move forward, they need our silence. They need us to be silent. They depend on our silence. That's and right. the thing I love so much about you is you were like, no, Mm-mm. not going to give it to you. And you had to grow thick skin. People, I mean, for goodness sake, I have a lot of people that follow me on Facebook. You got to have thick skin now because Absolutely. the gloves are off. People are not kind. I get death threats online. <sighs> And I think people need to understand that what we're up against, we're not fighting against flesh and blood. This is um, exactly what the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians 6. And this is not a flesh and blood enemy. So before we start thinking, oh, this is a group of people. No, we are coming against wrong thinking. We are coming against what we know to be a spirit of evil that is permeating our culture. And so when you you realize, okay, this is going to require a thick skin on my part, what did that look like for you? How did you sort of how did you begin to get uh, have your have your perspective shift to that? Well, I go to my I go to the Word of God. That's what I do, and I have it right Bingo, here. I love this girl. Second yeah. uh, Timothy three twelve says yes, and everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. The Lord doesn't say you might suffer persecution. He says you, you will. will. Mm-hmm. So if we are doing what we need to be doing, and some of us are just made to be those warriors. And I'm here today to encourage your listeners to get off the bench and start making a difference. We need people to step it up. But if we do that, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. We will have some persecution involved. James 1 verse 2 says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. Romans 5 3 says, we rejoice in our suffering. So that's what I do, Heidi. I go to the word of God and there is no other authority in my life but God's word. Mm. And he said, we'll suffer persecution. So if I can do that for my Lord, count me in. That's exactly. And he said, he'll never leave you. It's amazing once you, uh, I've had people say to me often, and I I just got back from uh, Phoenix and the weekend before that I was in Los Angeles and I've been standing in front of thousands of people and proclaiming to them, you are who God says you are. You're not who this, uh, this, activist says that you are. You're not who the local paper says that you are. You are who God says you are. And it's finding our identity in Christ. And it sounds to me like that's really been what's happened inside of you. You're like, no, I am who God says I am. That's right. And he said, I'm going to experience trouble. But then he said, take heart. I've overcome the world. He said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. And that's what produces that. Joy, joy that James is talking yeah. about in James chapter one, right? And Romans chapter five. It's that joy that comes. It's a fruit of the spirit. And we've been talking about that all month at MomStrong International. That it's not dependent on your circumstances. It doesn't depend on whether or not people agree with you or whether they're sending you nice emails or hateful ones. Joy is the unmistakable sign of the presence of God. And it sounds like you've been experiencing that. Oh, it has been wonderful. Wonderful. There was a recent um, past, our pastor spoke recently on um, fearing God or fearing man. And mm. he says, you really have a choice. I think you actually had Debbie Metter on your podcast. I did. Love ago. Debbie. She's a warrior. Yeah. So Pastor Rhett talked recently about fearing God or fearing man. And you really have a choice between the two. And I remember thinking, I fear God. Obviously, yeah. I don't fear, I don't fear man. I fear mm-hmm. God. And mm-hmm. I really want 
to serve and surrender to him. So that was kind of the start of this whole thing was a heart that knelt before the Lord and said, Lord, I want nobody else but you on the throne of my heart. And I want to do what you have me to do. And I will do whatever you want. So that surrendered place sometimes is a hard place to get there. Oh, but it is so beautiful once you do because there is that joy, like this unexplainable joy that the Lord gives. Yeah. Yeah. So how, so you've, you've gone now to this, to this board, to the board meeting, to the city mm-hmm. council city meeting. Council. Yeah. And now the people don't like you. Right. Or like, at least they well, make you, make, actually that's not true. It's a small, pr- we are being bullied by 0.002% yes, of the population. Exactly it's right. amazing to me, but you didn't let that deter you. You stayed in there and you asked the Lord to be your covering. Yes. And what happened next? Well, I will tell you that I had numerous people reach out every day. I felt like I had probably... I had anywhere from 60 to 70 people reach out during that course of that week, just saying, thank you for standing up for what's right. I so badly want to say that I don't have the courage to say that. Keep fighting. So I had 99% of it was all good Mm -hmm. stuff. And I I really want to um, also encourage your listeners to find that place where God wants you to serve in. If it's from in, in a place of encouragement to people to all the way to running for city council mm-hmm. or school board. Yeah, or because the people who are running need the encouragers along the side. absolutely do. Yeah. So everybody has a place. Everybody has a place. In 1 Corinthians 12, he talks about how there's so many ways that we can serve, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And God made me with a certain passion and interest over here, and he made you with one or many. And the next person has another set of strengths and passions. And we're all the body of Christ. We all have different functions, but we work together as a whole. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage your listeners to um, really seek the Lord's will for their life Mm -hmm. and say, okay, Lord, I'm ready for you to use me. Where do you want me to go? And Mm -hmm. learn to listen to him. And that, like you say all the time on your podcast, it starts off with being in the word of God, spending time with him. If we're really truly making the Lord our first priority in life, And he's the thing that encompasses everything we do. We have to spend time getting to know him Mm -hmm. in his word and praying and listening to his voice, Mm -hmm. learning his voice. He Mm -hmm. says his sheep know his voice. Yeah. Yeah. And they learn to follow it. It's knowing. And then the next step is obeying. And I think in the culture right now, that obedience piece is pretty hard. Um, Because it does mean that you're going to open yourself up to criticism. It does mean you're going to open yourself up to ridicule. But you decided this is what God asked you to do. And then what happened? So I did it. I I did it. So um, the next piece that kind of came after this was I was encouraged to run for school board. And I thought, are you kidding me? I'm a homeschooling mom. What would I, you know, no way. Well, this is what Debbie Metter was saying, right? And I've had so many people come. One of my favorite people here at the Resource Center is a mom who sits on the board of her local school. And she is also a homeschool mom. But she cares about what's happening to our kids in the public schools. And we should care. This This is the next generation, right? These are the next generation of voters, for goodness sake, of teachers and educators themselves and doctors and attorneys and electricians. And we should care. We should care. Yeah. And that's an, a reason I decided to run. So the story goes is that I was encouraged to run and I had to get my name and all of my endorsements and everything in really quickly. So I thought, okay, I'll do this. And then if, if for some reason I want to pull out all my friends, oh, you can just pull out of the race if you want. So I got everything ready. And part of that was I wasn't going to not be who I am. You know, some candidates will kind of run as a neutral party or neutral 
ground. And that's just not me. I'm passionately a, a follower of the Lord. Um, there are things about me that I have fought for for a long time. Pro, being a pro-life advocate is a huge, huge piece of my world. Um, I am a board member at the Oregon City Hope 360 Pregnancy uh, Clinic. We're actually transitioning to an Obria clinic. So I encourage your, your listeners to, listen, uh, to, to look into that and um, explore that. It's a really, really cool organization. What is the organization? It's called Obria, O-B-R-I-A. Well, that's going to be difficult. Yeah. yeah, Pregnancy Resource Center, that's pretty easy. It is. O-B-R-I-A. Yeah, but you know that there's 3,000 pregnancy resource centers in the U.S. around, and we have 800 Planned Parenthoods. Right. Well, they have brand recognition. They have marketing. Mm -hmm. They have Mm -hmm. all the resources pooled in one area. Mm -hmm. So Obria's attempt, or goal, rather, is to do the same thing. So actually be a fantastic alternative to Planned Parenthood. Well, and we're watching President Trump defunding the heck out of Planned Parenthood right now. Isn't that amazing? Woo, woo. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. So um, he just removed a few sentences out of some other past legislation yep. and not too long ago. Out of Title 10. Title 10. Mm-hmm. And it made it so places, uh, organizations like Obria can actually receive funding. I love it. Isn't that amazing? I love so it. So I am unashamedly pro-life and um, I was encouraged by a couple people to, you know, you might not want to have particular endorsements, but I said, you know what? No way. I I absolutely am going to because that's who I am. So I was endorsed by Oregon Right to Life, and I was very happy that for that endorsement. So I put everything out, um, and then I prayed, and I prayed. And I can tell you there was only about one time in my life that I couldn't hear the Lord, and it was mm. he just was silent. It was neutral. And I was like, Lord, am I supposed to do this? Am I not supposed to do this? And I just— Because now you're starting to get nervous. I was. Yeah. I was getting nervous. And I just little homeschooling didn't Stephanie, know. She's running for, for um, school board. Right. And I had and all these like, people— you're like, okay, Lord, where's your voice? Yeah. And I had yeah. all this hate coming at me. You know, from um, haters going to hate, haters going to hate, haters going to hate. And um, so I thought, you know what? I don't know if I I should do this. So I called the election office and they said, oh, it's too late. You can't pull your name. You should have done that yesterday. And I thought, oh, Oh. no. Okay, so we launched a write in campaign for somebody else. Is that that's really what happened? At this point, you're running against yourself. I'm actually running against an eight year Incumbent. So you, but when you pull, you wanted to pull your name and put in a writing candidate, right? Because you didn't, your name's on the ballot at this point. They it can't is. take it off. Nope. Stephanie wants it off, but the but the elections office can't take it off because nope. they've already been printed. The ballots have already been mailed, mm-hmm. and so you decide. Okay, I don't want to do this, and right. so you ask for help to run against yourself to run against. So, so you don't yeah. you don't want people to vote for you. Nope. You want them to vote for this other writing candidate. That's right. That's right. Because. You because you're afraid because you're right. Yeah, because I you're just like, like maybe I, don't, I, maybe. I don't know if I'm supposed to do this. I know. Yeah. yeah. And I really did want the Lord's well, will. And it is terrifying. I mean, can, terrifying. You know, I think I started to say a few minutes ago that, you know, when I started doing this whole thing and people often say to me, they just said it to me last weekend in Phoenix. You're so you must be so brave and so bold. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm actually not. Like when I stand up and, and speak in front of lots and lots of people, my knees are always knocking. My stomach is always, my, you know, the butterflies, the whole thing. I, I often remember. I remember my grandmother telling me, Heidi, you can do anything. Just do it afraid. You know, listen for the spirit of the Lord. If the Lord's telling you to do it, it's not obedience doesn't mean the absence of fear. Fear is a spirit. And so what we do is we come against that spirit and we say, "Okay, Lord, no, I'm not going to be bullied by the spirit of fear, which is what the transgenders are using. It's what drag queen story hour is. It is a spirit of fear. If you do this, then we will do X, Y, Z, blah, 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 dox you, whatever it is. And you have to 
you have to really be lean and hard into mm-hmm. the Lord. Mm-hmm. And this is what you're learning. Yeah, I was learning that. And I was leaning. And I am uh, usually can hear him one way or another, but I just didn't feel a sense of peace. But mm. I also didn't feel, but you know what? It was absolutely a part of the plan and it was all for his glory. Because what happened, what transpired after that was even though we had sent out postcards, hundreds and hundreds of postcards doing this writing campaign, I sent out hundreds of emails. Everybody I talked to, yeah, I you're said, saying, I'm don't not vote for me, vote running. for the write-in. Exactly. Yeah. And so I worked hard at actually not getting <laughs> voted in, to be honest. And then um, the day of the election came and I got on my knees in my little she shed up by my garden. And I said, Lord, I really want to live a surrendered life to you. I want to do anything you want me to do. So, Father, there's no way I will win against an eight-year incumbent that I have campaigned, you know, taken a different route. There's no way. But if you want me there, Father, I will serve you the best I know how. And I will listen and I will will obey. And then I figured the rest is up to him, right? So um, that night we went to an election party for my other friend who was running, Dawn, a (laughs) woman. For the girl who you were hoping would win. Right. Well, she was running for a different seat. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And she did win, which was awesome because she is an amazing woman. And then they called my name and said, and Stephanie won too. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, Lord, really? Okay, you made it perfectly clear. Yeah. Awesome. I will serve you. Yeah. Wow, that's an amazing. I'm just sitting here listening to you, just tears in my eyes, because I just know that if men and women, the Lord has given me just this passion to say, just speak the truth, just everywhere you go. Um, and I just know that if men and women would listen to what God says, we can actually turn the ship around. We absolutely because can. the Lord can do it. The, we've forgotten who we belong to. We are children of the living God. We are sons and daughters of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And at the end of the day, we answer to Him, right? Not to a school board, not to a newspaper, not to the news, not to the mainstream media. We answer to the Lord. So um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up today. Would you be willing to come? Because you've got more to tell. And it's such an amazing story. Would you be willing to come back on Wednesday and we'll pick it up? Yes, I would love to. All right, you guys. So listen up. Uh, Stephanie's going to come back and we're going to finish this conversation on Wednesday. But I hope that you are encouraged to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. You guys, this this is the end of July right now. We are coming into August. I know a lot of you are sitting there thinking, Oh my goodness, I don't even know if I want my kids back in the public school. And we're going to be talking about this when we come back on Wednesday. But I just want to encourage you, get off the bench, get onto the battlefield. You are who God says you are. I am so grateful to be working with Evangelical Christian Credit Union. They are helping make sure that this podcast gets brought to you guys every single week. And you might remember that I just did a podcast about sheltering children. And the feedback I've gotten on that was really, really wonderful for the most part. But I wanted to point something out. One thing we don't want to keep from our children, right? We don't want to shelter them from is the power of handling money responsibly. And our podcast sponsor today is Evangelical Christian Credit Union. And they've got tools, you guys, that you can use to teach your children financial responsibility, no matter what age they are. So spending accounts, saving accounts, uh, they have it all. No monthly fees, no overdraft fees. I could go on and on. So we want to teach our children to be accountable for their finances. And ECCU can help you do just that. Learn more at at eccu.org forward slash Heidi. You guys, don't shield your children from responsibility. They'll thank you for it later. Thanks for listening to the podcast, everybody, and I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.